Hi, everyone. I'm Radha Priti, and I'm here with Chaitanya Charan Prabhu. We are reading through the Bhagavad Gita, one verse at a time, discussing each verse. And yesterday, we just started this journey, and we we talked about the first verse of the first chapter. And today, we'll start with the second verse of the first chapter and and discuss a few of them. So, with that, Cece, do you want to take us into it? Yeah, sure. Welcome, everyone. So, we are discussing the first chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, which broadly sets the stage for the discussion. And yesterday, we discussed the first text, which describes the bigger conversation within which the core conversation of the Gita is going to happen. So, this was a conversation between the, the King Dhritarashtra and his assistant Sanjay. And this happened in the court. And now, from the second text, we are going to move to the, the battlefield, where the core conversation is going to happen. So, would you like to read the second yeah. text now? Yeah, when you say court, you mean Hastinapur, right? In like what is now we call Delhi. That's where yeah, the and I were talking. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Okay. Sanjaya said, O king, after looking over the army arranged in military formation by the sons of Pandu, King Durodhana went to his teacher and spoke the following words. <clears throat> so the previous verse had the question what did they do after they were assembled on the battlefield to fight and the question was asked because of the unpredictable influence of dharma dharma it can be said of virtue piety it can be the here it refers to the influence of the place mm. so the scene on the battlefield begins with the person of the greatest concern to Dhritarashtra, the king. So Dhritarashtra's son is Duryodhan. So the he is concerned, the king is concerned whether my son will be affected by this place of virtue. Will he decide that he won't fight? Will the, what will the opposite side do? Because he is naturally concerned about his son. So therefore, if we consider on the battlefield, there are these two armies assembled. There are the Kauravas, who are the sons of Dhritarashtra. And among them, their main is, the main prince is Duryodhan. So he's here. And on the other side are the Pandavas. So when Duryodhan sees the army of the Pandavas, this verse says that he goes and meets his, he go, approaches his teacher in Drona. So Duryodhana goes to Drona and speaks to him. So he is seeing the military formation of his opponents. And when he sees this, he, he is disturbed. He's a little rattled. Why? Because he presumed that he was going to win. He had far more forces. He had 11 divisions. It's called Akshahunis. And that's a technical word. And his opponents had only seven divisions. So, militarily, he was very, he was way superior. And he thought, I'm going to win easily. 
but he found that the opponents looked very confident and very competent they seemed to be very well organized and that shook him a little bit and that's why he's gone to drona and is talking with him yeah can you go ahead or if you want to ask yeah. anything comment do, do we want to talk about why drona had 11 divisions and the pandavas had 7 yeah in general if you consider the if you consider one side is the side of virtue and the other side is the side of vice or lack of virtue then the number of people who support virtue in the world are relatively lesser so like we said the good guys and the bad guys now the generally the people who are overtly come out in the support of good are not that many most people we can say maybe in between good and bad but they will not take up if somebody somebody the side of bad is very aggressive then many people will not come out to oppose that bad they say oh, why do i get into trouble maybe this will be too much trouble it's let not it's none of my business something like that so this in one sense reflects the universal human condition where often the forces of good are outnumbered by the forces of evil so that's what the numerical superiority indicates okay interesting but they oh, were more prepared huh the pandavas were more prepared and such that they almost they like intimidated better organized okay yeah, they were better organized and they seemed confident they were not at all diffident or apprehensive because of being lesser in number and that's what surprised and uh, shook him a little shook duryodhan a little bit interesting okay great we can move on if you'd like yeah please so do you want to move on to the third text now yes of course please okay oh my teacher behold the great army of the sons of pandu so expertly arranged by your intelligent disciple the son of drupada so duryodhan is by nature a politician now when we use the word politician it can be don't do politics with me if you use that word politics can have a negative connotation that it means manipulating and uh, trying to form groups in an under- underhanded way so the duryodhan is concerned that the people on the opposite side are fully determined to fight but he is a little concerned that maybe people on his side may not be that determined to fight now on his side there were two the senior most warriors is drona was his teacher and later on with reference to bhishma who was his grandsire so for them for these two people at least you could say their affection was suspect or their sub- affection or more specifically the support was suspect for duryodhan so because they 
were circumstantially obliged uh, to fight on his side although they were more affectionate to the opposite side so here he is goading them he is goading them by saying remember that the opposite army who has formed that army who has organized that army that has been organized by the son of your enemy so he is telling drona drona is his teacher he had a he had a rival named drupada so wait just and this rival just yeah, one okay. second so drona was the son of drutarastra who in the first verse asked the question of of what did they do uh, when they yeah. gathered at kurukshetra so he's inquiring about his son and you're saying that his son is on the side of the non-virtuous and drona right. drona is is the leader of that side and he's he's his teacher and bishma is his grandfather yes but you're saying that drona and bishma are more fighting on the side of non-virtuous out of obligation and that they actually have more affection for the pandavas and so Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. So now so you're the, whether the, so now if somebody is not so eager to fight or you're not sure whether they are, they are eager to fight. So you could say their affection was to the Pandavas but their affiliation they were officially on the side of the Kauravas. Hmm. Mm. So so he so he was wondering whether will they fight wholeheartedly. Oh, okay. Mm. So so he is now asking or he's trying to ensure or make them fight wholeheartedly. And to do that he first approaches his teacher Drona and there I was saying that Drona had as his rival Drupada who was a king and Drupada had a son Dhritarashtra uh, Drishtadyumna. We don't need to get into the names too much, but his son, the son of his rival, was the commander of the opposite side. So basically, he was telling him, "Remember, the people of on those side, they are, they are, they are your opponents. They are the son of your opponent, and your son of your rival has now formed an army against you." So okay. he's saying that the implication is telling Drona. that you were soft hearted before why you were soft hearted because you now this a uh, almost all the warriors on the pandava side major warriors and on the kaurava side for all of them drona was their teacher hmm? Hmm. drona had a big military academy where he taught all of them and because he taught all of them so the idea is that he is being told over here you you were soft hearted that you trained the son of your rival and now the son of your rival is fighting against you so don't be soft hearted again okay so, so he's kind of trying to like no poke him because he walked over exactly. he saw the pandavas he saw that they're confident and they're and he got a little bit intimidated so so yes. then he went back and he's kind of trying to like light a flame under under drona saying hey look the leader over exactly there right, but yeah yeah is the son of your rival so like let's suit up 
exactly he's goading drona and we can go to the next verse okay so now we're on four here in this army are many heroic bowmen equal in fighting to bima and arjuna great fighters like yuyudana varata and drupada did i say yuyudana right is that no. how you say- Yeah that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Some of these names are the tongue twisters got it right. <laughs> so now here two things are happening in general in an army if you consider this is the kaurava army the leader Duryodhan is the is the prince he is the main antagonist he is the person who is the main bad guy and he doesn't want to although he's shaken and that's why he came to to drona to shake him up to goad him but he doesn't want to seem shaken so that's why now he will be doing a comparative assessment he is going to do a comparative assessment of the two armies in order to try to say that actually we are better so he as at one level goaded drona but he's a little concerned hey was my disturbance seen by my other soldiers and generals so do they think that i have become lacking in confidence if that is the case then i don't want that so he is doing going to do a comparative assessment so basically from the text 4 to around 10 there is a comparison comparative assessment of the two four two armies so here he mentions some names in this particular text so on the opposite side on the pandava side there is bhima who is the main rival of duryodhan both of them bhima and both of them were good at mace fighting and they were mace fighting rivals so bhima and another prominent warrior is arjuna who is a great archer so they are the most formidable people on the opposite side and he is saying that oh don't worry we also have big people on our side so there are many warriors on our side who equal bhima and drona bhima sorry bhima and arjuna so in this way he is trying to pacify his soldiers say hey, don't don't worry that don't think that they are powerful there are many who can equal them them Sure. So these are like different tactics to try to kind of get his get his um troops motivated and prepared and exactly. So you see what happens is if we are speaking in a group. See if I'm speaking over here and there is I'm I'm speaking to this person but if it's a group meeting there are other people also who are hearing what I'm saying. Mm. Isn't it? So right. For example Let's say if I am working with you and in a team, and I I yell at 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 one of the members of the team, I may be angry only with that person. But if I yell at that person, others are also going to see. You also say, "Hey, is this person short-tempered? If CC can yell at this person, then maybe he may yell at me also." So I may be speaking to one person, but my actions are also read by others. Right. So he speaking to Drona. but when you are speaking to drona he also wanted to reassure others so he is reassuring them 
and while doing that again he mentions drupada he just wants to take a dig at drona once again to make sure that he is motivated to fight yeah mm-hmm. interesting yeah. you know one thing yeah. i i still am, like can't get over the, drona is the leader of that side but his heart isn't really in it he has more affection for the pandavas yeah basically here the question of dharma one of the meaning of dharma is the right thing to do so what happened was both drona and bhishma in the past in different situations they had taken vows to support the kuru king hmm? now they had support the kuru king because kuru is the dynasty where they were ruling the so the, where they were serving so both of them had taken that vow and they had thought that this vow will make sure that our loyalty to the kingdom will be there and the kingdom will be protected but they couldn't have foreseen a situation foreseen uh, anticipate a situation where that kuru dynasty itself would be fighting among themselves and the the king to whom they had sworn allegiance would be on the wrong side so they were bound by their vow to in one sense they because of their vow they ended up fighting on the right, wrong side so you could say they were good people who ended up on the bad side hmm? yeah so that was due to obligation it's interesting That's there's like happened to both of them there's like layers of dharma <laughs> you know yes it's interesting Mm-mm. yes it's it's complicated because one of my friends he is in the police and he was telling that at one time he was called to stop riots and he naturally went there and when he went there he saw that these these were not like criminals who were out to, to destroy but these were just people who were completely starving and right next to where the slums slums like ghettos underprivileged places right next to them there was this luxurious supermarkets and malls where people were enjoying fast like five star food and they were breaking in they just wanted to eat something so he said i was torn you know how can i shoot these people i took a vow i mean i i committed as a police person to protect the citizens but now if normally if you could say citizens are breaking the law but they're not breaking the law because they're criminals they're breaking the law because they just in need so should i should i attack them should i not attack them it's a difficult question to decide so is the allegiance to the to the state or to the citizens so that's that's not an easy thing to say Now you could say that okay my allegiance is to citizens hmm? but then uh, can each police person decide that in this case the state is right or the citizens are right sometimes the citizens may also be unwarranted in their anger and citizens get away with one thing today uh they may do it demand something a day or somebody like them may demand more tomorrow mm. so life is complicated and that's what is 
depicted in the split loyalties that are there over here wow so yeah it's we, messy uh, <laughs> may sure i summarize i think we yeah i think so almost come 20 minutes that was great so we so i think we discussed three texts today 2 3 4 and uh, the second was basically duryodhan is the, it's a, the the camera shifts to duryodhan a narrative lens we can say it goes to him because he is the person of concern to the king and then in the third verse he is basically goading inciting the person drona his teacher because his uh, his dedication is suspect and then the next verse or from the next verse onwards he starts reassuring his troops mm. and he does that by a comparative assessment overall what this shows is that he is simply acting according to his nature he is a politician and he is doing his politicking so overall the question that did the in place of dharma that place of virtue affect him in any way so the dharma kshetra the place of dharma had no effect on him he is he is just his normal self he is he is politicking he is manipulating he is emotionally goading so so more or less that question is being answered over here through this narration We'll continue in our next session. Thank you so much. Thank you.